Okay, good evening everybody. So we're back. Uh, back to our regular Thursday night schedule. I don't think I have any plans on being away on Thursday nights anytime in the near future, so we should be good for the rest of these man, Ezra Hashem. So uh, just because we missed so much time, we'll do three shadows this week, and uh, we'll vote on the three shadows. It could be an even vote, but we're counting the, uh, the, the people. I mean, there are exactly 300 people in the room for those listening at home, so uh, it could be an even vote. So, uh, so let's... Uh, let, let's um, uh, yeah, so so let, let, and we have we have people on the Zoom who could vote as well, so don't worry about it. Okay, Shaila number one. Um, I got the following uh, the following Shaila. Where is page one? Ah, here we go. So I got the following Shaila. I was in uh, Los Angeles um, last week, and uh, while I was there, oh wait, I messed up. While I was there, I met a very, I mean, I, someone I had met before, but I saw a, a very nice fellow um, that uh, uh, came over to me and asked me that he hosted me on Friday night for a tish. It was very lovely. It was wonderful. And uh, he asked me the following shayla. Um He is a, uh, I'll, I'll read it to you. He said he's a, a baltfila, a chazan of sorts, and he's trying to perfect his singing voice and his chazanah's voice and to preserve, you know, to have the proper power in his voice. The reason that people go to voice coaches, right? So he, uh, he said, I recently started seeing a female vocal therapist and singing voice specialist. She's a licensed and board, board certified speech and language pathologist who has dedicated her career to helping professionals improve and optimize their voice. My goal is to improve my singing skills from a Shabbos Yom Tov Yom Noraim Chazin to weddings and other simchas as well. Most of the lessons are me singing and going through different exercises. But sometimes she'll sing a couple of words back to me to further explain the exercise or assignment. Is this a problem of Kalisha? Meaning, uh, essentially, she doesn't really do the singing, but uh, she does instructions, and sometimes it's very hard to instruct how to do something if you don't demonstrate yourself. So he said she'll sing like three words back to him. Uh, he said, I said, why would you choose a female voice coach? He said he tried many different male voice coaches, and they're not so great. And uh, this woman is just qualitatively different. It's just a qualitatively different experience, and he feels that it's a much better, uh, much better voice coach. So uh, can he? Uh, is that is that a problem? He knows what she looks like. She looks like they're live in person, right? So is that a problem? Shaila number two. I got a, uh, a text from a cousin of mine. Um, who writes as follows. Hey, Rebbe, how's it going? Not all my cousins call me Rebbe, but uh, he's a younger cousin. So he says, uh, hey, Rebbe, how's it going? Had a shayla that came up when I was speaking to my friend the other day, and it seemed to me to be a bit problematic. My friend was offered a position tutoring kids who are conservative Jews for their bar mitzvah laning. So far, so good, right? No problem with that. Adraba is being lame Torah to, to people. It's wonderful. Thing is, my friend has reason to believe that many of these kids aren't actually Jewish because their mothers aren't. Uh, so apparently they belong to a conservative synagogue, but the mothers aren't Jewish, which means that halachically, the kids are not Jewish. Should my friend be taking this position? Because if he doesn't, he may be causing a chil Hashem. Uh, and if he does, what's the problem? You're right, it's teaching Torah to non-Jews. So that is Shaila number two. Shaila number three, I got last week from a student in, uh, in Frisch, in the Frisch school. 
Um, he writes as follows. I don't think he minds me using his name because there's nothing uh, embarrassing about this Shaila. It's a pretty cool Shaila. He writes, Hi, Rabbi. My name is Ben Rose. Anyone know Ben Rose? Senior and Frisch? Okay, we've got to introduce Ben Rose to more YU guys. So, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, all right, we already have some votes for number three from a Frisch Rebbe. Okay, uh, and Ben Rose is at Sadiq. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, Rabbi Kirsch. Um, so anyway, so he says, my name is Ben Rose, I'm a senior in Frisch. I asked the following to Rabbi Israeli, and he suggested that I send it your way. So this week, my friend went to the NBA All-Star Game. He asked me the night before if he could borrow my Jalen Brunson jersey, because Brunson was playing in the All-Star Game. Jalen Brunson is a point guard for the New York Knicks. He's uh, probably the best point guard they've had since Walt Frazier, just to give you a little bit of background. Okay, good. Um, I was happy to give it to him. When I handed it, oh, he's also married to a nice Jewish girl, sadly. (laughs) You can go online and find uh, videos of Jalen Brunson breaking the glass under the chuppah. You can uh, can go online and see Jalen Brunson's ksuba. I kid you not. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, it's very sad. Um, when, anyway, so, so I was happy to give it to him. When I handed it to him, I told him, hey, if you can get it signed for me, that would be really awesome, and I'd appreciate it greatly. Now, obviously, when someone lends you a uh, professional athlete's jersey and says, hey, if you can get it signed for me, that would be great, they're usually not really expecting it to get signed because, like, who would meet a professional athlete and get it signed? Well, who would? The kind of kid that goes to the NBA All-Star Game in the middle of the school year is the kind of kid that probably has the connections to get it signed. So anyway, uh, he goes to the game, and behold, he runs into Jalen Brunson in the hotel and takes pictures and gets the jersey signed. Now he wants to keep the jersey. <laughs> he, <laughs> he offered me a replacement of greater value than the jersey before it was signed, um, meaning, I guess uh, there are jerseys, and then there are like higher level jerseys. So, uh, if, let's say this jersey costs like, you know, twenty dollars from China, and it you know fits a uh, doll, uh, you know, he'll get him a uh, you know a, an authentic NBA licensed jersey that uh, you know whatever costs a hundred bucks or something like that. Uh, but considering the fact that I gave it to him for the weekend, I feel like I have the right to reclaim it. After all, it's mine. Is it fair for him to replace the old jersey with a new one and keep it, or am I able to get it back? What do you recommend? Thanks, Rabbi Ben. Okay, so that is Shailah number three. So again, we have Shailah number one, three words of Kal Isha. Shailah number two, Bar Mitzvah teacher for Nachrim. And Shailah number three, uh, the Jalen Brunson jersey saga. Um, so all those who would like to discuss three words of Kalisha. Ah, oh, okay. Looks like that's going to win in this room. Bar Mitzvah teacher for Nachum. Oh, wow. No votes for Jalen Brunson in this room. And Jalen Brunson jersey in this room. So, so far, let's see what the online votes are. On Zoom, we have three, one, two, two, three, 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 three. What do you think we should do? Should we, should we weigh the uh, online votes as much as we weigh? I feel for three. You vote for three? Okay, so we have changing votes for three. Okay, so uh, three it is. I guess the other two could be Terminal uh, Hashim or something. Okay, so um, or maybe we'll get to them. Now, I don't have that much to say about the Jalen Brunson jersey, so let's, uh, let's, let's talk about it. Um, what's your Natiya? Should, should you be able to get it back? Yeah. I mean, is there a Sugyu and Shas about it? Let's start this way. Is there a Sugyu and Shas about this? Is there, what? Shawa. 
Shoel. Ah, so let's first figure out the status. Forget about whether Sugi and Shas about this. Let's just figure out the construct over here. So certainly, let's give the other kid a name. I'm sure he has a name, but he, I, I don't know that he wants his name to be used, and I don't know his name. So give him a name. His name is Dave. Dave. Is that what you said? Dave. That's always what? Yeah. You said David. I always go with that. By the way, is my go-to name. It happens to be when uh, my wife and I were on vacation once in Arizona, and we did like this Jeep tour, and they went around asking everyone their name I'm like you know Arya is a conversation starter and I don't want to make conversation so I said David uh, I'm like oh hi David and then the rest of the time every time they called out David I wasn't turning around because it's not my name and my wife is like David you know you gotta pay attention here so, uh, so anyway um, the, uh, that's another shear right is that a violation I don't know but it saved me some trouble so um, so, so let's say uh, David borrowed the jersey Good. So David is a Shoel. Now, here's the problem. Every sugi you're going to look at that discusses um, the responsibilities of a Shoel and the responsibilities of a Shomachim, 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 you know, all the Dalit Shomachim sugis are about someone who borrows something, and then what happens? It's damaged. It's ruined. It's downgraded. Right? It's lost. It's stolen. What happens over here? It's significantly upgraded, right? If you were to go online and try to find how much it costs to buy a Jalen Brunson jersey unsigned, um, I would bet probably like $90 or something like that, my guess, if it's, you know, an authentic uh, whatever, right? And then NBA license. And then you were to go and try to look for a signed Jalen Brunson jersey. I did not Google this, but I would imagine two, three, four times the value. Right? Something like that. So now uh, he had improved the item that he had borrowed. So what sugya is that when you improve the item that you borrow? So it's true. Yes, he's a shawal, but what's the sugya? So I, know, I thought the sugya is, or, or it's at least similar to the sugya that appears in Mesechs Bavmetziah, Daf Kuf Aleph Amad Aleph, in honor of Daf Yomi finishing Bavakamit today, starting Bavmetziah tomorrow. Perfect to be able to be doing a Bavmetziah sugya. The Gemara Bavmetziah talks about Hayori Litoch Sadish Al Chaveru Shalomidaito. You go into someone else's field, Shalomidaito, without the other person knowing about it, and you make improvements on the field. It's like a TV show like this that the family leaves on vacation or something and they come back and their home is all renovated and everything. I don't know if they know about that or not. But anyway, so you go into someone else's field. He's gone. He doesn't know about it. And you go and you, uh, and you plant the field and it grows and it goes up in value. And you, you, know, you, you make significant improvements on the field. Do you owe that fellow any, any money? Do you owe that fellow any money? So the Gemara discusses that you, ha- you do owe him money because he, he gave you something of value. So what do you owe him? So the Gemara says, well, there are two ways to look at it. There's the increase in value in your field, that your field used to be worth, let's say, $100,000, and now it's worth $150,000. So you owe him $50,000. Or, or that it's not the increase in value in the field, but it's how much would you pay a worker to do that to the field? So maybe to, to create that $50,000 incremental increase in value, you would pay a worker $10,000 to do the job. So the Gemara says that since the guy went Shalomi Daito, he went into your field without you asking him to do it, you pay the lesser of those two things, right? So you pay the lesser of the increase in value in the field or what you would cost, because sometimes you'll hire someone to do a job and you overpay for that job and the increase in value is not, does not measure up 
to, uh, to, to the, what you actually had to pay the guy. I remember I once saw somewhere that uh, Shaquille O'Neal, also an NBA basketball player of yesteryear, was, uh, was selling a house, actually, was, uh, was selling his house in uh, Los Angeles, I guess, or maybe in Miami, I don't know, one of his moves, he was selling his house. Problem was, Shaquille O'Neal's house had S's all over it for Shaq. So who wants to buy that? Meaning it's personalized to him. So uh, he probably, you would buy it. So it probably, it probably costs a lot of money to do that and to get marble S's all over the place and Superman's shaped pool and whatever. I don't know, whatever else he did. But it's not worth what he paid the people to do it on the open market. Because on the open market, it's like a very niche kind of thing. Like the eight-foot-tall doorways were val- very valuable to him. But for the five-foot-two Jewish accountant that's going to be buying the house, right? it's not going to be nearly as uh, as valuable. So sometimes what you pay someone to do a job is actually way more than the increase in value of the job. So the Gemara says, whatever's less, the guy who goes in and, and does the job without you asking him to do it, so it's he gets the, uh, he gets the lesser of those two, of those two values. Um, so what would you say in this case? What would you say in this case? The guy went, he took the Jalen Brunson jersey, he made a significant improvement on it. What was a significant improvement? He got it signed. So now, let's say, it used to be a $90 thing. Let's pick round numbers. It used to be $100. Now it's $300, let's say. So you made a $200 improvement on it. But what, what other number do we measure that against? $200 improvement in value versus, versus what? How much would you pay a guy to stand in a hotel lobby to meet Jalen Brunson to get it signed? So how much would you pay? What's the going rate on that? What you would pay a guy? Is that even a service? That's a, yes? You think it is? You know it is, or you think it is? You know it is. Okay, Henry says that uh, that people do this. Um, how do they? But they can't guarantee that they'll. I mean, you could pay a guy to get something signed, right? Because you could pay, but that's the same as paying for the signature, right? Uh, paying for the, it's a, then it would be the same price, right? But it's it's for the hiring a person to do the job as opposed to the increase in value. I don't know. I don't know if this is a job people hire others to uh, to do. Right, right. I, yeah, I would think. I would think it's more post facto, right? People get the signatures and then they sell it for the value. So I don't know if that's even a marketable, you know, thing that the guy because no one can guarantee you that they'll be able to to get it. So if that's the case, you would pay zero dollars for a guy to go get the uh, the Jalen Brunson jersey signed. The increase in value is two hundred dollars, right? And uh, you only have to pay the lesser of those two things. What's the lesser of the two? Torah Mada, guys. What's the lesser of the two things between $200 and $0? Right? $0. So L'chora, he, he Ben should owe David $0, right? Meaning you should be able to... Now, what, what about David's taina? Well, wait a second. I'm going to give you something back. I'm going to give you the same jersey you gave me, and I'm going to give it back to you. Because they, they make as many of these jerseys as people are willing to buy, right? So I'll buy you a new one. I'll give you exactly back the thing that you gave to me. And you have no tinies against me because that's all you expected back is exactly what you gave to me. And I'll just keep the one with the signature on it. Is that a reasonable taina for David to make? Meaning, right, that was his taina. His taina was not that I'm, I'm just keeping it. His taina was, I'm going to give you back something which is exactly what you expected back. And maybe even better. I'll even buy you a better one if you want. But, but I'm keeping this one. So what would you tie in the back? Malvalova, so yeah. Malvalova, so yeah. What do you mean by that? It's a Malvalova. You don't, you don't have to return the exact money 
Oh, so when you have, uh, I'm glad you mentioned Maldalova, there is a concept called Milvalotsa Nitna, that when you lend somebody money, you do not expect the same dollar bills back. In fact, I would venture to say that if someone comes to you and says, look, I really need a loan, I, 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 I could really use the money right now, I just don't have the liquidity or whatever, and I need to, you know, can you loan me uh, $100,000? And you're like you stretch yourself, hundred thousand dollars not easy for you. And you give the guy a, a su- this is not how you should lend money, but you give the guy a suitcase with a hundred thousand dollars in it. You mark the bills just for whatever reason to see. And then the guy comes back a year later when the loan is due, and he gives you back the suitcase with the same bills in it. Would you be happy or unhappy about that? You'd be unhappy. You'd be like, you borrowed the hundred thousand dollars just to admire the suitcase in your corner. I lent you the money so that you could do something with the money, right? Meaning the point is so that because you had an investment, you had something, you had a business you wanted to invest, you had something to do. Just because you wanted to tie up my money for for a year, that's a, that's why you needed the money. No, that's not what the expect, expectation of a, of a loan is. The expectation of a loan of money is that they're going to go spend it. They're going to go do something with the money, and then they'll give you back the money. He just wanted to bathe in the money every day and then gather it together and uh, give it back. No, that's not what I'm giving you money for. So he's supposed to give back different money. He's not supposed to give back the same money. So what you're suggesting is that the same is true with the Jalen Brunson jersey. But I, I would argue that that's the difference between a She'ela and a Milva. Right when one is shown, when one borrows something, when it's a thing, right? If I uh, if I if I loan you my car, you say, look, I I got a date tonight. Can I borrow your car? And I say, sure. Just leave it in the same parking spot in Lot B. If you can convince security to open it for you, and uh, you know, and exactly where where I left it, I go back that night, and I you know after the date's over, and I look at, I look for my car, and I see a different car there, and you're like, well, it's a better car, or it's just as good a car, you know. Uh, you uh, let me uh, whatever. Uh, uh, Toyota Camry, and I gave you back. What's the equivalent in some other car brands of Toyota Camry? A uh, Honda Civic. Honda Civic is the equivalent to Toyota Camry. I think that's a little less than Toyota Camry. <laughs> My wife drives a Honda Civic <laughs> right now, so I think I'm pretty sure it's, it's less. So anyway, so uh, and, and you're like, well, the, the Honda Accord, I think, would probably be, right. So and there's a Honda Accord over there. It's the same car. It's just as good. That's not my car. I didn't ask for one that's just as good. I, I, I lent you my car. You're supposed to give me back my car. Meaning if you have my item, there is no Shiloh that you have to give me back my item. You're not allowed to give me back something else. If you have, if you have something that belongs to me, that's not uh, something that's, uh, that, that you're allowed to do. With money, you're allowed to do that. With money, you're supposed to do that. But with, with a thing, with an item, you're supposed to give it back to me. Oh, so when do you ever have to pay for an item that you borrow? If you lost it. If it's destroyed, if it's stolen, if it's gone. Okay, so then, considering that you don't have anything, you don't have the thing that the person wants, so then, instead, you replace it with money. But if you have the thing that the person wants, of course you have to give back the, uh, the item that the person wants. So, so it, it, it would therefore seem that if Dave says, "Look, I want to keep the jersey," Ben can say, "That's not in the that's low baba the, the the possibility is not you know the the, the possible outcomes are over here are not do you keep the jersey or or do I get the jersey back? No, I'm definitely getting the jersey back. The possible outcomes over here are, do I owe you any money or do I not owe you any money? Meaning, you took my jersey, you made a significant improvement to it. I get my stuff back, but maybe I have to pay you for that improvement. So that's Yorub Lutok Sadr that I need to pay you 
for the uh, for the improvement, maybe. But that will all depend on the machlokas and metzios that we have in this room right now. Is that something that you pay people to do? Do people pay people to go, to take their jersey and go get it signed? And if they do, then whatever the lesser amount is, whether it be the uh, the increase in value or how much pe- people pay others to get a uh, to get a jersey signed. Now, let me ask you something. Let's say you go on vacation. Let's say I go on vacation. I have a lovely little house in North Woodmere, Baruch Hashem. It serves my family's needs, and uh, we're all happy with it. It's wonderful, right? We even have, uh, you know, whatever. We have everything we need in the house. Um, there are other houses in North Woodmere that are bigger than my house and that are much, much uh, more expensive and much uh, fancier. Let's say I go on vacation, and while I'm on vacation, you turn my house into a, you know, a mega mansion, right? You, you're, you make significant improvements on it, right? You add several bedrooms and bathrooms and expand, right? you, you upgrade all the, uh, the appliances, you know, uh, to ovens that don't break when you self-clean them. Those don't exist anymore. You, 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 uh, you know, you, you upgrade everything for me. And I come back, I'm like, thanks. And you're, you're like, yeah, now pay up. I say, well, I'm not going to pay. You're like, well, you're the Tzadzhashel so you either owe me the amount, of, the amount that you would pay a contractor to do this, or you owe me the increase in value of the house. Well, I left a small house in North Woodmere. is now probably like $1.3 million. It's crazy. But it's probably like $1.3 million. I come back to a $3.5 million house. So I'm not paying you two point three. I don't even. Have, I don't have two point three million dollars to pay. I mean, thank God, you know, my shul and the yeshiva pay me great, but not that great, you know. Two point three million dollars. I'm going to pay you for it. And you say, I'm sorry, but you know, that's, that's what the Gemara says. You already talked Is that fair? Is that halacha? How, how do we make sense out of that halacha? That you could just go and so the Rishonim point out that this whole Indian of Yorod Tzad Shulchaveru and the way it's quoted in Shulchan Aruch is dafka to a field that's omid l'netia or a bias that's omid l'shiputz meaning it's something that is going to be improved one way or the other and had you not done it I would have had to pay it anyway for someone else to do it but it's not just Stam, you decide that you're going to uh, come and make improvements that I don't want, I never would have asked for, it, it would be embarrassing if the rabbi has the three and a half million dollar mansion in, uh, right, in North Woodmere, I, I certainly would not want that. You know, Rabbi Kelmer Zetzal, they kept on trying to buy him a new car, Rabbi Kelmer Zetzal was one of the Lamed of Tzadikim of, uh, of our generation. Uh, he was the Rabbi Moses Hempstead. Read the book. Rabbi Teller just wrote a book about him. But uh, they tried to buy him a new car several times because he had a lot of car trouble. A lot because he was a terrible driver, <laughs> but, but also uh, he just had this really old car that, like, it was like the Flintstones car. You know, he had to use his feet to drive it. Uh, it's a dated reference. People our age get it. But okay, so, so, uh, so several times people tried to buy him a new car and he, he, he couldn't accept it. He gave it away. Like, he, he gave it back. He, so he said, Rabbi, I mean, it's ridiculous. You need a car. He said, um, I, I happen to know that there are people in the community that can't afford a new car. So now they not only can't live up to what their neighbors do, they can't, even the rabbi, even the rabbi outdoes them. You know, I, I, I went away for a couple of years for, for Pesach. I was invited to different uh, places to speak. And like, uh, I, 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 I included in my new contract with the shul, I asked that they should include the contract that I'm not allowed to go away for Pesach. Uh, don't tell my wife that, that I asked for, but I asked for that to be included in the contract. 
So, uh, and the re- because it, it, everyone goes away, and then whoever's home is like, oh, so we're the loser that's stuck home. And even the rabbi's away, right? Even the rabbi managed to, to like, the, I, I wouldn't want him to have the, the fanciest house in the neighborhood. So I'm going to have to pay you $2.3 million because you made this $2.3 million improvement in my house. How's that fair? No. So that's what the Gemara says. That's what we pass on Shulchanach. It's only when it's omed l'kach, when it's something that I would have had to do anyway. But if I have a field, I've got to plant it. So one way or another, I, I have to plant it. But over here, there's no there's no mechayev uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, to... to uh, um, to 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 sign a jersey, and therefore, in such a case, when it's a sada or a bias that would have been left alone that year, all you have to pay is the expenses the person had in doing this job. Oh, okay. So now we have a different number. What are the expenses the person had in doing this job? Nothing, right? It was he was going to the NBA All Star game anyway. Yeah, he was staying in that hotel anyway. So his expenses in doing that job are, are nothing. Um, so that l'chora is the halacha over here. Now, just in case we're not sure that that's the halacha over here, there's another detail uh, to the story that we sort of uh, brushed over. And that is that when uh, Ben first gave the jersey to David, Ben said, hey, can you get it signed for me? Right? I Meaning if you get it signed for me, that would be great. What does that mean when he says, get it signed? Right? Let me read his Lashon. He says, when I handed it to him, I told him, if he could get it signed, that would be really awesome, and I'd appreciate it greatly. What does David think Ben meant by that? He took it with that statement. What does he think Ben meant by that? If you can get it signed for yourself, and you'll be left with a really great jersey, I'd be so happy for you. Is that what he meant? Of course it's not what he meant. What did he mean when he said, if you can get it signed, that would be great and really appreciate it? What he meant is, look, I'm doing you a favor of lending you the jersey. I'm not charging any money for it. You're not a socher. You're a shovel. I'm a friend. I'm lending you the jersey. I'm doing you that favor. If in return, on the off chance that you meet Jalen Brunson and that you can get it signed, you know, maybe you'll see him with his collar in the hotel lobby or whatever, then you can, uh, you, and you can, you can get it signed for me. I, I looked carefully at the Ksuba online that has Jalen Brunson's name in it. There's actually a Hebrew section of the Ksuba. It's not all in English. So he got married this past summer to a nice Jewish girl. And it was, uh, so it was, this past summer was the year... 2023. So I was looking, I was reading through the Hebrew sections just to see what it says. Like, you know, uh, you know, and I, I, I was just curious, like, what Lashon uh, his rabbi used. So uh, I wanted to see if they used Rav Shechter's Nesuch of the Ksuba, if they used the Sephardic Nesuch of the Ksuba, if he was promising her X number of goats or whatever. So, uh, but I didn't get past the date because um, this past summer was what year in the Hebrew calendar? 5783. 5783. So it said Chamesh the Shivim Vishalosh. It was off by 10 years. So, one uh, Amar, it's for Kadu Rabbi, right? So, it was off by. Uh, I was once at a wedding where a rabbi wrote a Ksuba that was off by 20 years, uh, 30 years. It was, it was 2014, and he wrote 1984. Uh, he wrote Tafshin Mem Dalit. But he had a reason for writing that, because he didn't know the halachas of writing a ksuba, and he was copying out of ksuba kehuchasa, uh, of Nisun kehuchasa. And Nisun kehuchasa was written in 1984. <laughs> so, so all the examples, he was just right, copying out of Arboim Ba'arbas. I remember under the chuppah they read Arboim Ba'arbas, and everyone's like, huh? <laughs> so they had to write a ksuba under the chuppah. But... Um, 
So in this case, where they actually had that conversation, I think it's lechora, uh, no-brainer. Meaning, had they not had the conversations, then you have the whole shear that we just had. But if, uh, if they had the conversation, lechora, it's no-brainer. Uh, I asked my brother what he thought. My brother's a big Tamil Chacham, and he said, the jersey for sure belongs to the owner, and the borrower has no claim on it. But would we say that since the borrower improved the item and made it more valuable, the owner owes him money for that nut that was provided to him, similar to Yorah the Chavero, when the field is improved via planting. So brothers think alike, right? I think that if the owner would not have said anything about getting it signed, there would be such a tzad that the, of the owner paying the benefit. But in truth, even in that case, the rush in the second parakabah explains that when one person loses or has an expense and the other benefits, we don't allow one to benefit at the expense of their friend. So if I live in your property preventing you from renting, that's called a loss. I need to pay for the benefit because I'm eating your loss. But in this case, the person who got the signature didn't invest any expenses and didn't suffer any loss. So it seemed to be where we say that the owner who benefits is part of from paying for the benefit he received from the signature, right? Meaning it didn't cost him anything to do it. There were no expenses. In this case, where he told them, try to get it signed, it's even more clear, right, for the reasons that we said. Now, there is an argument to be made, just very briefly, on the other side. The argument to be made on the other side is what you said before, that when it comes to money, you just pay money back. One could argue that, you know, when I lend you my car, you're not supposed to give back a different car, but what if you give back the same exact car with the same exact mileage with the same exact... Meaning, they mass-produce these things. So the assumption that you have to give back the same item when it's an item is because we assume that each item is unique in some way. But if, if they mass-produce things that are exactly identical to one another, maybe that's more similar to cash. When I was talking uh, over this Shiloh, I, was, I walked into the elevator at the same time as Rabbi Taubus. So I said, Rabbi Taubus, you're going to like this one. So I told him the Shiloh. So he thought that maybe it's more similar to, uh, to cash for that reason. He wasn't sure. I asked Rav Shechter, I, you know, when the Shiloh came in, I asked Rav Shechter. He smiled. He thought it was a funny Shiloh. It is. It's a great Shiloh. And, uh, and he said, he said like us. He said that, uh, that uh, he, he doesn't have to pay him anything. He gets his jersey back that uh, Ben doesn't owe his friend money. Uh, ben apparently, oh, this is Ben. Ben's on the Zoom. The lender, in the end, my friend bought me a signed jersey to replace it, and he kept the original. Everybody wins. Right, I was going to say, probably the kind of kid that's going to the NBA All-Star game could afford to buy you a signed jersey, right? You know, so they, they could afford the trip to the NBA All-Star game and tickets. Okay, so good, so wonderful. So everyone came, everyone won in the end. So Ben got his, uh, oh, there's Ben. Okay, I see him. All right. <laughs> um, okay, fantastic. Um, so, uh, so all's well that ends well. Everyone should have a wonderful shop.